0: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. It's Thursday the 24th of November. In your squiz today, turning over Trump's taxes, making Ukraine invincible, Qantas profits fly, and it's bin chickens versus cane toads. This is your squiz today. It's been years in the making, Siobhan, but six years of former President Donald Trump's tax returns will be released by the Internal Revenue Service, which is America's tax office. They'll be shared with a Democratic-controlled congressional committee
1: for them to review – But it hasn't happened without a fight. Yeah, that's exactly right, Alice. So Trump's lawyers have spent the last three years trying to stop this from happening. And it's come about because Trump was the first president in 40 years to refuse to release his tax returns, which is something candidates normally do in their race for the White House or just after they take office. Now, Democrats say the committee has a legitimate need to look at these documents. But Trump's lawyers say the committee is politically motivated and that the information is just going to be used against him, especially now that he's running for president again in 2024. And as you pointed to, Siobhan, there's
0: been pressure on Trump to release the return since 2016 when the Republicans chose him as their presidential candidate. And under his administration, the U.S. Treasury Department didn't release the documents. But that all changed when President Joe Biden's administration took over. They say the law is clear in allowing the committee to review any taxpayers' returns, and that includes a president's.
1: Yeah, it's a big loss for Trump, but the drawn-out legal fight over releasing the returns could ultimately work in his favour. Now, that's because the House of Representatives, which is currently controlled by the Democrats, will be taken over by Republicans on the 3rd of January next year. And that's because of this month's midterm election results. And what it means is that the Democratic Controlled Committee now only has about a month to examine those tax documents.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a pretty tight timeframe for them, but it could be just enough time to finish their review. And there's no word from the committee yet on whether the tax returns will be made publicly available, so we'll have to watch this space. Siobhan, there's been a lot of talk about the bitterly cold winter that Ukrainians are facing as the country struggles with its damaged power supplies. And now President Volodymyr Zelensky says more than 4,000 special invincibility centres have been set up around the country to help
1: keep people safe and warm. It's such a good name, isn't it? Like, it's Mm, really inspiring. Invincibility centres is brilliant. So this comes as Russian forces continue to attack the country's energy infrastructure, half of which has already been destroyed, And that's causing rolling blackouts for up to 10 million people at a time. So it's a really big problem. But the intention is that these centres will give Ukrainians 24-7 access to not just power, heat and water, but also internet and pharmacy supplies all of which will be free of charge. Ukraine's major energy provider has warned that the blackouts will continue
0: through to at least March next year, so the country's also preparing for that by importing 8,500 power generators daily and they'll reduce people's reliance on the grid. Siobhan, Qantas's financial performance has improved again. Last month, it made a surprise announcement that it had forecasted a return to profit by mid-2023.
1: And yesterday, it lifted its profit forecast again. Yeah, it's a big turnaround for the airline after COVID, which was dreadful for airlines around the world. But Qantas has told investors that it expects to post up to $1.45 billion with a B in pre-tax profit during July to December this year. And it's basically down to us because as customers, we've shown such a demand for travel, particularly on domestic routes, and when you add on top of that whopping fuel costs, it's seen some fares reach their highest level in two decades. So it's huge. It is huge.
0: And although those airfares are set to stay at record highs for the first half of next year, Qantas says it's going to release more sale fares towards the end of this year. So that's some good news for consumers.
1: Yeah, something to look forward to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's not something any of us probably wants to hear, Siobhan, but a new report from the Bureau of Meteorology and the CSIRO says extreme climate events like floods, bushfires and heat waves are set
1: to get worse. Yeah, it's also not really that much of a surprise. So this comes from the latest State of the Climate report, which gets released every two years, and it's a basically a snapshot of where we're at. Now, it's found that Oz is now 1.5 degrees hotter than when national records began in 1910 and that's largely due to the burning of fossil fuels. Now, that's seen sea levels rise at an accelerating rate because Antarctic sea ice is melting faster than ever. And extreme heat waves and torrential downpours
0: have also increased in recent decades. And despite La Nina bringing record rainfall for southeast Oz, the region's long term outlook is looking increasingly drier. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble you know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Siobhan, we were talking about this earlier. I'm a sucker for music and something called the attachment style (laughs) theory. (laughs) And they've been brought together. Some Canadian researchers have found our favorite tunes say a lot about our attachment style. And for anyone who doesn't know, that's basically a theory about how we relate to our partners.
1: Yeah, I was pretty shocked when you said that young people (laughs) apparently love attachment style theory. It's not something I spend a lot of time thinking about. I'm going to be honest. It's big. (laughs) But yes, so these researchers analysed the lyrics of seven thousand songs that were chosen by five hundred and seventy people. And what they found is pretty interesting. So for older generations, a secure attachment style was most common because they're generally comfortable getting close to others. And that is apparently tied to tracks like Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You, which is fantastic. (laughs) But it seems younger generations are developing an avoidant attachment style because they're becoming more nervous about interpersonal intimacy, which is why songs like Heartless by The Weeknd are so popular now. And if you don't know Heartless, it's like the opposite to I will always love you, basically. (laughs) And experts think that that shift could be down to us experiencing more avoidance
0: in daily life. And that's because of things like social media and online work. And it's just another way to remind you that us humans are a very complicated lot. Siobhan, the humble bin chicken has had a bad rap over the years, given they like to dine on our rubbish and all. But it turns out they could be eating one of our problems
1: too. Alice, I have always been a staunch defender of the ibis. And now I feel (laughs) like they've been vindicated because some citizen scientists have observed them tucking in to cane toads, if you can believe it. Now, The reason why they're not dying instantly is because apparently the birds have developed an ingenious stress and wash method to literally shake the toxins out of the toads. So the bottom line is basically that they're way smarter than we've all given them credit for and we
0: all need Mm -hmm. to lay off on the bin chicken jokes while they do us this (laughs) favour.
1: Yeah, they've survived thousands of years, Alice. I think they've earned our respect. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And for something to add to your schedule for today, Squiz Shortcuts is out. Claire and Kate go through the Victorian election, which is on this Saturday. It's a state that went through a lot in the pandemic when Premier Daniel Andrews became a national figure. So it's a really interesting race. And in less than 15 minutes, you'll be right across it. You can find Squiz Shortcuts in your podcast app right now and I'll pop a link to it in the episode notes too. Yeah, it's
1: a really good one. It got me up to speed very quickly, especially as someone who doesn't live in victoria so super helpful and that wraps us up for today thank you for
0: listening we'll be back in your ears tomorrow
1: hi there it's bryce from squiz kids the daily news podcast for small people march is women's history month and we're celebrating over on our socials Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at Squiz to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies.